Welcome. Welcome everyone to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Fantastic episode as always. I don't even have to say that anymore, guys. It just gets more and more and more legit as we go on. Uh, I'm going to do a pretty far out one today that's going to, I think, really challenge your thought processes around different mythologies specifically. Um, we're actually going to talk about uh, a certain character that's been perpetuated within the biblical dogma that um, I think uh, deserves a second chance, honestly. And we're going to talk about him today. So today's title is Sky Serpents Returning to the Earth One Last Time? Question mark. This is episode 229 of the Cub Cougar Supernatural Podcast. Bo, what is up? Helen, what is up? Steve, what is up? Uh, McMinn, welcome. Tommy, thanks for being here. Thank you guys, Nathaniel, Granny, Jose, welcome. Savvy Zaddy, thanks for being here. Poet, love you guys. Appreciate you joining. If you're joining us over on YouTube as well, welcome. Um, so as we get into this today, for thousands of years, we have uncovered ancient documents, clay tablets, papyrus, and many other recordings of sky serpents, shining ones, feathered serpents, and many other serpentine beings. And uh, if you'll notice, I put beings, not beings, um, in the title here. So I'm going to correct that and then I'll re-upload that later. Uh, you know, voice to text, I'm from West Texas and it's it's actually laughable how bad voice to text is if you have any kind of accent. I mean, unless you're just like proper English. Um, wow. So yes. So they are not sky beings, as in uh, little beans. Uh, they're sky beings. Okay. So that's actually what we're talking about today. Sky beings. Um, and so we're going to get into the book of Enoch as well. This is really picking up where we were in Enoch earlier which is chapter 10 and in Enoch chapter 10 it says then said the most high the holy and great one spake and sent Uriel to the son of Lamech and said to him go to Noah and tell him in my name hide thyself and reveal to him the end that is approaching and that the whole earth will be destroyed and a deluge is about to come upon the whole earth and will destroy all that is on it and now instruct him that he may escape and his seed may be preserved for all the generations of the world. Now, this is literally specifically dealing with his lineage. Okay, this is dealing with like the actual genetic line. And this is where like a lot of these ancient mythologies have a really definitive uh, attempt to try and prove that their patriarchs are their founders of their culture were obviously the children of the gods the chosen lineage etc um, i'm not one to really go in for that because i just believe that everybody has the ability to ascend no matter where um, what's up truth Sika? how are you doing brother i just now saw your comment uh truth Sika says i've got footage of them yeah dude um yeah we need to talk we need to talk we need to collab again like like now, like this week, next week, whenever you got time, brother. Uh, I would love to talk some more. So 
Um, but with that said, you know, I am really going to be questioning the book of Enoch here. And I think it should be questioned. I think it's very important to question it. I think we should question everything that we've been sold throughout history, right? Whether it's in religion, culture, politics, whatever. Like, and I'm sorry, I know that's not a popular message for these platforms to pick up. Uh, this video probably won't get a whole lot of views just because I said that. But you can make it get a lot of views by sharing it with a friend or family member. So thank you guys for that. Um, but honestly, I question the Book of Enoch uh, because it's just written from such a cultural point of view. And any mythology that's written from a cultural point of view, um, I have to look at other mythologies around that same time period to try to understand the whole. Because I find that the truth is often somewhere in the middle. You know, you have this side, that side, and the truth really is somewhere in here. And... Um, you know, for this, they are calling one of these lords, one of these deities, the Most High. We don't know. I'm going to breathe a little bit. Been talking way too fast there. Got a little lightheaded. Um, we don't know what deity is what here. Um, and, and I'm just going to be really honest. Um, literally, go read Enoch, and it is the most confusing thing you will ever read. Because right here we have... Then he said to the Most High, the Holy and Great One spake. Um, then later on it says, uh, Most High God. You know, like, I just, here's the deal, guys. Like, why is this in so much code? Because you literally have to understand the culture this was written from. You would know who this God is if you were the target demographic for this. Again, not popular to say. I'm just saying I'm not the target demographic of this and really neither are you okay this is written for a person long ago a generation that was not of that generation but yet to come so really what we're looking at here is again a cultural God that's being talked about is the one that then decided to save humanity now that again is coming out of a much more ancient mythology We've talked about uh, Ziasudra, which is the earlier um, archetype for Noah, really. Um, he's the survivor of the God-sent flood. Uh, the gods had decided to destroy humanity with a flood, and the god Enki, or the Akkadian Ea, did not agree with this decree and revealed it to Ziasudra. Uh, a man known for his humility and obedience. So there it's really more about you know, his obedience and just like his good demeanor. Um, and then also, as we find out in, in another version of this, that he's actually the half-son of Anki. And so he really does have a divine genetic line, if you will. Very similar to Noah, the uh, the biblical Noah. So um, I bring all that up because we got to understand where this flood's coming from. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Y'all, by the way, pray for me. Um, just everybody in my community, I am really praying for a new place to live. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Um, the trains are driving me nuts. They just go over and over and over and over. You haven't heard them yet, but I've literally been trying to film videos all afternoon. I shot 12 minutes of content that took me, and I kid you not, two hours to make today, two hours to make for 12 minutes of content. 
Now, I will make the most of that, but um, we live kind of out on the edge of town, right by a train yard. It's supposed to be a no whistle zone for the trains, but that has not been passed through all the proper channels yet. We were told that when we moved in the neighborhood. Um, and then there's also a chemical plant over here that we have noticed in the neighborhood is like wafting the fumes into here. And um, I'm definitely not involved with the EPA or anything, but I know that uh, if you can smell it, it's probably affecting you. So um, we've got to get moved um, for me to continue to do my spiritual work. So I just need your prayers, like the manifesting power of this collective to get us moved into uh, a home with a proper office studio, um, a place where I can do my meditation, do my spiritual work and not have all of the, the sounds and stuff and be more in nature. So just send some prayers up for me. I'm just going to throw that out there for my community. If you're new here, you can ignore that. I just want you to know I'm real. Okay. I'm not just here to like throw up cool artwork, um, and be like, you know, all propaganda-y here. Uh, we've got a real legitimate community that takes care of each other, prays for each other, lifts each other up. Uh, we do spiritual practice together, all kinds of cool stuff. So uh, we've, we've got a great community. So thank you guys that are in the tribe. I really appreciate you. And if you're interested in doing that, um, I'll share a little bit later on how you can join our tribe. So um, then it says, um, da, 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 da. okay. So this is where it gets interesting. So, and the Lord said to Raphael, bind Azazel hand and foot and cast him into the darkness and make an opening in the desert, which is Duodel, and cast him therein. Now you can go look up where Duodel is. Um, there's actually like a big hole in the ground there in the middle of the desert. People have reported to hear the screams coming out of it and everything. I haven't been there, so I can't corroborate that. Um... But, you know, it's uh, these ancient places that would have sulfur coming out of them and stuff. That's why I mentioned the smell over here is it's literally this sulfur smell from this refinery where they refine a bunch of metals and stuff. And uh, it's been making me sick. And uh, I'm like gasping for breath today because I went outside to meditate and it just burns your nose and your eyes. And like, I mean, I cannot tell you how awful and nasty it is. It smells like the mix between a dead animal and like... Um, you are burning a bunch of fireworks like it's horrible so when i say pray for me like really like it gives me a headache it makes my chest hurt i'm having like shortness of breath today just trying to get in and it's like you know uh this morning the wind was blowing another way and i had like really clear air and i felt fantastic and literally this afternoon i'm out there trying to make videos and it just uh, it's making me sick so uh but you can go look up this duodel place uh, there's a lot of these different pits all around the world that, that all have these legends of there being like demons in them and stuff like that. And there's sulfur coming out of them, you know, fumes and stuff, which is all part of our geo, uh, thermal, you know, systems on this earth. So, and a lot of these groanings and stuff that are reported to be, you know, the demon or the fallen angel screaming, you know, is literally groans of the earth or, uh, off gas from, our, our planet you know under the earth so now are there weird things under there yeah absolutely I believe so I mean we found ancient civilizations that go underground for for miles it's ridiculous like what there actually is out there so we know nothing I know nothing here but uh, Duodel is a very interesting place I did a whole video series on that like a year ago which is really interesting so 
It says, and place upon him a rough and jagged rock and cover him with darkness and let him abide there forever and cover his face that he may not see light. And on that day of the great judgment, uh, he shall be cast into the fire and heal the earth, which the angels have corrupted and proclaim the healing of the earth. That they uh, may heal the plague and that all the children of men may not perish through all the secret things that the watchers have disclosed and taught their sons. And the whole earth has been corrupted through the works that were taught by Azazel. To him ascribe all sin. That's interesting. Ascribe all sin to him. Um, I mean, literally that line, like to me, makes it sound like all sin upon the earth is going to be wrought upon him. Like it's, he's literally going to like anyone that sins is going to be through him almost like. So it's really, really, really weird, guys. Um, again, I, I don't pretend to understand what all this means, but I know it's not as cut and dry as this. So um, it says to him, ascribe all sin. And to Gabriel said the Lord, proceed against the blank and the reprobates um, and against the children of fornication and destroy the children of fornication and the children of the watchers from amongst men and cause them to go forth. Send them one against the other that they hope to live an eternal life uh, for they hope to live an eternal life. And that each one of them will live 500 years. And the Lord said unto Michael, go by and Semjaza. Um, and then that continues. This is like a harsh, harsh, hardcore judgment on these watcher angels. Um, and then you see that, that this God is judging humanity too. Like anyone that interacted with it, it becomes a sin. And um, again, what I see here is like a literal... Um, it's like a construct being set up uh, for control where in which you have one God is literally controlling the narrative and not allowing other people to um, build better societies. I mean, literally one of the sins here is plant medicine. Like, I'm just going to be really honest, like taught them the use of herbs like, oh, well, you know, damn you to hell. Right. Like for for teaching that, my gosh, like what a horrible thing. Um, so that, that's where I start to have a really, really weird vibe about this. And then you see that, you know, kind of this cultural God later on, uh, demands blood sacrifices over and over and over, um, says there will be no other gods before me. And as I said earlier, it's literally like we're laying barbecues at this dude's feet. It's, um, it gets weird. It gets dark, you know, and it's not like that happy, like, you know, uh, all-encompassing all-pervading god of love and truth that like that the ascended master specifically jesus speaks of so uh janine says aloha cub how are you i am doing good janine um yeah that's cool as long as god is cool af so yeah and i mean i don't know if god is cool af i think that like the um the the supreme being is for sure um, but these, these deities, remember like, uh, the old Testament God was one of, I think it's like, um, I can't remember how many tribes, 77 or something like that. 77 different gods, different little G gods was one, just one of them was the old Testament God. 
And we, we know that when we study the mythologies. So what I want to get into now, um, I shared earlier about Ziasudra, the Mesopotamian mythology, the archetype for um, the, the flood survivor Noah, um, who was the part son of the Akkadian Ea or Anki in the Anunnaki mythology. Um, and what I want to get into right now is um, a couple of these sites on the earth. There's some serpent sites on the earth. One of them is called Serpent Mound. Serpent Mound. And this is located in da, 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 Peebles, Ohio. Peebles, Ohio. Um, it's a village in the Megas Township, Adams County, Ohio, 64 miles east of Cincinnati. So uh, Serpent Mound is fantastic. It's fascinating. Thank you, Celia. Celia says, I love your videos. Thank you, Celia. I really appreciate Um So let's see. Um, yeah, you guys can argue in the comments. That's fine. Um, so Serpent Mound is what would be called a mound builder site. And there are thousands of these sites all around the world. And I'm not even exaggerating when I say that. I think there's like 800 in Ohio alone, if I remember. Um, and then there's more across the U.S. Um, I can't remember the exact number. Uh, it's talked about in the show with Graham Hancock called Ancient Apocalypse, if you want to know more about it. Uh, they actually ended up banning him from the site because of his theories, I guess. You know, it's, it's a weird deal. So for me, I find it really interesting that these ancient cultures would build all of these serpentine things. So I want to flash you back and talk about the shining one within the biblical canon. Now, you don't need to be religious for this part of it. I just want to talk about the kind of lore around a shining one. So how you have fallen from heaven, shining one, son of the dawn, how you were cut down to the ground, who laid low the nations, uh, you said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mountain of assembly in the far north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the depths of the pit. Now, I have read this verse before, and I believe proven that this character is the Christ character within the Bible. Uh, he came against the old God. He came against the old way. He didn't come to destroy it. He said, I came to, to fulfill it, keep them separate, um, bringing you a new way. And he said that my father is in spirit and in truth. And I think that that's a very important distinction that he made. Um, so for me, um, when you look at this, so I'm looking in the World English Bible right now, and it says, how far from heaven you have fallen, O shining one. Now, you can quickly retranslate it to get the King James Version and get some of the Latin in there, and it says, O how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations. Um, and then it goes on. So now you have in the Latin the translation of shining one being Lucifer, uh, which literally bring, it means bringer of light or light bringer. And so um, you've probably seen some wacky videos online, including mine, talking about this. Uh, yeah, Goose says, dude, absolutely. 
absolutely. So this is actually like a mind-blowing revelation. When you know, you know. Um, and it does not mean that Jesus is evil. It means that Lucifer, the light bearer, is actually bearing light against what was considered God. And by the way, what millions of people around the world right now consider God. They try to somehow hybrid the spirit God with the entity that did all these things in the Old Testament and all the other mythologies. So that is not necessarily true. We've got to like understand where all of this comes from. So the reason I have a serpent behind me now is because a lot of these ancient uh, cultures, including ones that would have lived in the Americas uh, near that serpent mound I was talking about, um, talked about shining ones. They literally talked about serpents. They talked about, uh, and you can go look all of these up, guys. It's it's wild. So uh, these serpents, uh, these shining ones, um, you have sky serpents, shiny ones or shining ones, feathered serpents, and many other serpentine beings. And so um, a lot of times that they would call these shining ones because they're literally men from above, men from the stars. The Anunnaki, those from heaven to earth, came. They would ascend maybe in the morning, or they would descend maybe in the morning. They would literally incarnate. They may have even had skin or some sort of clothing on um, for interstellar travel that would have looked like a serpent's skin. Now, we have to remember the ancients didn't have a way to depict flight. They would have gone, oh, it here's a serpent. Okay, the serpent, because it's shiny, it's got scale-looking things on it, translucent, iridescent even, scales on it. And then, okay, if you, t you know, even beyond that, um, it's, it's coming down from the sky, and now it's a feathered serpent because it can fly, it can go wherever, it has a craft that it can do whatever with, or it can literally just materialize as it is coming down. So again, I don't know. I wasn't there, guys. I'm just telling you how these mythologies get formulated. Do I think they were literally seeing feathered serpents in the sky? No, I do not. I do not think that that's what they were seeing. I think they're trying to tell us and future generations what they were seeing through the language that they had, which was pictorial through pictographs um, and through different languages like that because they wouldn't just say, um, it was as a bird, whatever, and literally they even have mythologies of a bird man, um, the uh, rainbow serpent, or again, iridescent, translucent serpent in the Aboriginal culture um, is one that was around when Baimei came down on the mountain, their cultural god, and delivered the law. He came down in fire and smoke, just like Yahweh did in the Old Testament, literally thousands and thousands of miles apart and you've got the same story right like how how does that even work so what i want to introduce you guys to today is just this conundrum of translation to get everybody to put themselves in the position of an archaic people and understand how language has changed even when we translate it we're missing the point and then you get thousands of years later here we are you think lucifer is evil because the church has told you and by the way tv hasn't made it any better there's literally shows about the fallen angel lucifer and how evil he is and but is he good is he evil is he whatever oh he's dark you know he's at least dark he's a a dark you know uh, moody character you know and i'm not trying to pick on any show i just 
for me, uh, Jesus is the archetypal fallen angel. He did the exact same thing that literally this God was judging Azazel for, which is come down, um, mix your genetics. I mean, it's pretty clear that Jesus had a wife. It's pretty clear that Jesus was not of this world. It's pretty clear that he literally like ascended. He survived death. Um, he was an incarnate master of these esoteric arts, like literally the... Um, quantum magics um, he knew how to wield frequencies and manipulate energy how to heal people all of these things that literally were like the judgment against the fallen angels and so this battle in the end of time is literally against good and evil but it's not clear who's good and who's evil and Jesus told us exactly how to decode you guys see where I'm going with this by the way I don't just throw pictures up here and try to like you know oh isn't that weird i'm getting down into the meat of this and the meat of this is the fact that these stories are all the same and jesus came and he taught things like quantum magics he reminded us who we really are he reminded us that ye are gods and he was what he was trying to say there was that hey your scriptures are saying that you're gods anyway so why is what i'm teaching so bad like don't judge me like you judged the fallen angels like this is all the same you know he, he was literally trying to take their scripture and flip it and prove to them like what i'm talking about is not blasphemy um and that's what i try to do with you guys now not everybody obviously even from the comments right now agrees with me um, Ann says, love your work. Amazing stuff. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you guys. Um, Melody says, it's a cult. Oh my gosh. Da, da, da. Melody, you don't know anything. You don't know. We're not a cult at all. Uh, stay here longer. You'll understand it. We've got a really rad tribe, um, but I'm just a guy who does some videos. The community does all this amazing work together. Uh, nobody worships me. Trust me. Um, everybody knows Everybody knows who I am. Everybody knows how human I am. It's nothing weird like that. So um, I have what's called a Patreon or a patron membership, uh, which, by the way, every YouTuber and creator in the history of time has had one of those. So, But anyway, as we get into this, uh, that shining one translated into the Latin is Lucifer. Um, even in Second Peter, another friend of mine, he revealed a video today where he was talking about how in Second Peter it says shining one, um, and it's actually from the Greek word phosphorus, and then translate that literally into Latin means Lucifer. So they're literally saying even in Second Peter that Jesus is Lucifer. Like it's super, super clear. Um, it, by the way, it's terrifying and heretical. And, and if you, if all you have is the emotions and the feelings that were programmed into you around that name, it's probably terrifying. But if you know, you know, and you've studied this stuff like I do, you start to understand that these mythologies are all telling you a deeper esoteric truth. And that is that the shining ones, the sons of heaven came down to remind people who they were. They commingled their genetic materials through natural means, which the uh, lords of the command, the the higher up command or gods or Elohim or watchers um, didn't like because they liked to keep kind of a lid on everything. They had these uh, Edens, these breeding farms, these outdoor, um, you know, terraforming and uh, genetic labs, basically. Uh, Billy Carson has a lot of work on this and he's much more knowledgeable than I am if you're looking for that. 
Now, my, my channel isn't just to reveal this stuff. I want to teach you what to do with it. I'm going to teach you the Ascension Protocol beyond this, teach you what Jesus was actually teaching, teach you how to ascend, um, how to heal your own view of yourself. Like, that's what everybody's trying to do, right? You go to church and you don't heal your view of yourself at all. Uh, you're told to put a new icon there rather than look within and realize who you actually are. So... Um, uh, let's see, da, da, da. uh, actually Jesus is, uh, the same as Lucifer, the light of the world, uh, Lucia means, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, my friend, um, that's, that's literally what the translation is, so, um, and unfortunately not everybody will receive this, and there are people that wish to live in ignorance, um, that doesn't mean they're stupid. It means that they're choosing to ignore the data. The, the data is there. You have the internet. You have all the cross-references. You can go do it. You're just lazy and you don't want to do the work. And that's the problem. Uh, that's one of my biggest problems with religion. People don't want to do the work. They want to like, they're searching. Oh, I'm searching so much. I've been seeking God. I've been seeking blah, blah, blah. Trying to get over this, trying to get over that, but they don't want to actually put in the work to be spiritual because they're afraid of it. Because there's a stigma on people that are spiritual that they're hippies uh, wearing a bunch of tie dye. Oh wait, yeah, they are right. Um, you know, and I like it. I wear the flag proudly, but um, you don't have to be like this. You can wear a business suit or whatever and be spiritual. You can be Zen AF. Um, and run, you know, a big company or be a car salesman or be um, a professional YouTuber or whatever. You don't have to like look and act like me. Um, that doesn't mean that we're not one tribe though. Literally our tribe is made up of people of all walks of life. We have people that are blue collar workers. We have people that work from home. We have people that are retired, people on disability. We have people from all walks of life, guys. Like literally, um, we have one of the coolest tribes. It's over at cubcooker.com. We had some people join this morning. Thank you guys. It's literally nine bucks a month. You get so much more out of this. Not just these live streams, but we have a live call every Saturday where I give a lesson and then we discuss. We do activating challenges each week. Um, today we're starting our challenge of making our spirit animals together. Uh, just really cool, tangible things that we can do together as a virtual community. We don't have a building anywhere. We're not like a, a weird, you know, whatever. We don't meet in the woods, you know, under candlelight. Uh, it's nothing like that. It's just a really cool patron supporter membership that supports my channel and the work I'm doing here, revealing all of this stuff, putting everything together, going out and loving people, um, and empowering each of our members to do the exact same thing. That's really what it's all about. So we have a really cool off social media platform, a great hub for everybody. There's ongoing chats over there, behind the scenes videos, the live meetups every weekend in the virtual Zoom style call. Um, it's really, really cool, guys. So thank you guys that joined earlier. If you've watched my channel for any amount of time, uh, it's probably the right membership for you because you're getting what I'm talking about here and you're digging the community. So it's a really great way to connect deeper into the community, seek your own spiritual walk, begin those spiritual practices. I'm not there to push any practice on anyone. I teach everything in there from yoga and meditation um, to you know literally just uh, mindset exercises. So a lot of cool stuff. If you're into the inner work, if you're into that ascension work of the inner self, that's what we're about. 
So that's what I say. This channel isn't just a bunch of lights and, you know, uh, AI artwork and stuff. This is about doing the work together, ascending together. That doesn't mean, uh, you know, that we're better than anyone. It just means that we're open, open heart, open mind. We do our breath work, our yoga, our meditation, all of the good things. The good, good, good things, guys. These are good things that bear fruit in your life. The things that y'all are actually looking for. So, uh, Marie says, you're a good man, Cub. Thank you, Marie. God bless you. Uh, I really, really appreciate you. Um, Shelly, yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, there's always a hater in the comments, right? Uh, haters eventually join, by the way. They start by attacking what we're doing, and then they realize they need what we're doing, and then they end up joining into what we're doing. And I get an apology, you know, in a few months. So we've actually had several members that started persecuting what we're doing on the channel and then went, wait a minute, this is actually real and this is, I can't get you out of my head. So the more people hate on us, you know, the more we get in their head, we don't have to do anything. Uh, we're already on their mind and that's just how it works. Absolutely, Elizabeth, positive vibes. That's what we're all about here, so. Um, and I really, really appreciate you guys. Uh, somebody says, or Lisa says, babbling, you think you have it figured out. You're way off. We'll be praying for you. Hey, Lisa, don't pray for me. Don't cast any spells over me. You can take your prayers to someone else. Um, we pray for ourselves here. We pray for the world here. We know how to pray. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. So if you think you're praying for me, you really don't understand what we're doing here. I don't think I have anything figured out but I am one of the few people online that is honestly and authentically looking at this with no fear, okay? Even in the ignorance we get online and the fear we get, I'm not here, I don't have the fear. I'm, I'm here to show up every day and look at this. I'm not afraid to say Jesus is Lucifer. Uh, I'm not afraid to be wrong, by the way. If I'm wrong, I'll figure it out. I'll bring it back to the community. If somebody thinks I'm wrong, I'll take the data they share. Let's look at it, but you know, so far I think we're all on the same wavelength. Everybody seems to be having the same downloads. A lot of this is intuitive, by the way. Yes, absolutely, coming in love. Thank you, Miss uh, Miss Anita. Thank you very much. Um, let's see, uh, who do you think the false prophet is? I don't know, Lisa. I'm not, you know, I'm not that like Revelation is li is literal guy. So I'm not looking for a false prophet. Um, I think that the false prophet's already been here. Um, I think that um, a lot of our Old Testament is built on worshiping physical deities and not understanding that the Christ and the Lucifer character are the same. It's actually the illuminator of the world come to rescue people in a way that they didn't know. They were looking for literal, like a, a warlord to come down and release the captives. And all he did was, <clears throat> excuse me, all he did, ooh, throat chakra attack there. That's how you know we're onto something. I get attacked like that. Um, you know, he came and gave a literal initiation, touching the third eye, opening the chakras, teaching people the ascension codes. Um, and that's, to me, that's a beautiful thing. Seekers find, absolutely. No pearls thrown to swine here. Yes, absolutely. Uh, give thanks for the Real Works Cup. Thank you, my friend. I really appreciate you, Johnny. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You guys that talk about skin color, like, seriously, I have, I don't care. I'm a, I'm a lily white boy, okay, wearing a freaking rainbow t-shirt. I could care less what the color of your skin is. I don't care who you're married to. I don't care if you're gay, straight. 
uh, by trans like I love you don't I don't care like literally I don't care okay um, I don't think that genetic lines are tied to that I don't think that uh, we have to look at stuff like that I think literally the test of humanity is can we in all the differences we have love each other that was a message of Buddha Krishna Jesus not one of them favored a genetic line all the other religious traditions do however and that's where I think my message here is is unpopular and I've gotten a lot of hate for it because oh that's easy for you to say no 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 it's not easy for me to say I get enough persecution just for sharing my message here I can't imagine how other people have it who have different skin color it's got to be hell guys like I can't imagine and I'm not here to play like I get it I'm just telling you that's not what my message is about. When I put a picture of Jesus on here, it's not to make him white or black or Asian or whatever, uh, or blue even, you know? I, that's why I like all the Hindu gods, they're blue. And I don't see any blue people on the planet, so at least we can't argue about that. So I'm just being real with you guys. That's not what this is about, okay? I'm not perpetuating um, any kind of cultural point of view with this. This is literally a unity, a rainbow view of everything here and that's that's really what i'm trying to to do here so i uh, hope you guys understand that and i hope you vibe with that i hope you vibe with that so uh brandon says i think it's all true but your message is still true as well thank you very much yeah and i think all of this is like to some extent has like historical record and data to look at it and see that obviously these gods set up their tribes because all the different gods have different genetics anyway they were splicing it with hominids on the planet, creating a bunch of different tribes. That's why in the Bible, at the Tower of Babel, everybody was scattered amongst the earth and Yahweh said, I'm gonna give you to your tribes. There will be no other gods before me. Basically, he scattered everybody, he took his tribe, said he was the only true God, blah, 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 the rest is history, right? And then you get Jesus come in reminding them like, hey, you actually know you're worshiping Satan, right? Like, that's, or the devil, he said the devil. So uh, he's like, you know, that's not really like what you think it is because my father's in spirit and in truth. So the day is coming where you're gonna have to worship him in spirit and in truth and no man has stood before the father. And they're like, no, 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 our prophets did. And he's like, no, 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 no man has stood before the father. So like, he's literally telling all of it. So this actually isn't my message. It's literally the message of Jesus, so. Um, anyway, so somebody said nothing here is vetted. Well, you can vet it and you can leave, but I'm really glad that we're in, in your head and I'm glad that you're giving us energy. And I want to tell you a secret of the gods and a secret of this channel. When you get enough people in agreement and you get energy, good, bad, or ugly towards you, you get what's called worship. You literally get spiritual quantum energy funneled towards you. So. Every time we have a member join our community, we get financial help with what we're doing. We get spiritual help, we get energetic help. Um, it literally builds the movement, okay? Um, when we get people hating on me in here, it's still energy. Um, I teach myself and others how to be transformers of energy. We literally take, even when we get hate, we internalize it here, we cleanse it through our chakras we quickly move it up through the heart seat, reproject it to the third eye, visualize love, project it to the third or to the top chakra, the crown chakra. We illuminate the halo above us and literally 
literally cast the demon back into the lake of fire. We internalize that energy. We take on the energy of that demon, not in a weird, bad way, but we actually, yes, alchemize that energy because that's what we are here. We're literally here as hands and feet of the divine spirit, and that is a transforming energy, okay? Uh, so we're going to take even bad energy and retransform it back into neutral, creative energy uh, that goes out and blesses the world. So we're not just here, you know, kumbaya, love and light. Like this is spiritual warfare, guys, and we really are involved in that. And, I, and every single person in my community will uh, back me up on that. They know this. We're not playing around here. This is hard work. Like uh, we're spiritual warriors. We th we're not picking up physical swords here. We have like spiritual, esoteric, we're going out in love. We're doing the shadow work within. The work is within first. The kingdom is within you and you can't access it unless you clear the path, make room for the king, right? So anyway, I hope that makes sense, guys. But Sharice, uh, thank you for being here. Very thankful to have found you. Don't lose this channel, Sharice. Follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Apple and or Spotify, depending on where you listen to podcast. Molly says, yes, thank you, Molly. Um, Shelly says, be gone. Yes, be gone. Bad energy. Poof, get out of here. Um, so with that said, um, Sharice, uh, thank you for being here. Just don't miss like these algorithms. You may never see me again. So you, you've seen me for a reason now. Be sure and follow. You can hit up my website. It has all my socials at the very top. And if you really dig what we're doing, jump in to our tribe. It's literally only nine bucks a month, 30 day guarantee. If you don't love it, you don't vibe with us. All you have to do is email me. I'll give you your money back. So I have literally never had to do that, by the way. We've been running our tribe for almost a year now. Never had to do that, but seriously, you're welcome to do that. Um, and the, yeah, yeah, you can't lose, right? So great, great thing that we're doing here. Um, and I'd love to have you in the challenge too. So somebody said, be gone, Satan. Um, Anne says, uh, I'm asking the divine to take away negative energy brought here to be transformed to love and healing energy. Yes, absolutely, guys. And thank you guys. I hope you guys see how the community, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, about fifteen people from our tribe on live right now on multiple different platforms. Now, again, it's a patron tribe. It supports what I'm doing. Um, it's not a weird, you know, secret society or anything. It's just literally a patron group that supports what I'm doing. Um, and as a, you know, thank you and intern, I've built a private platform. We have all of our um, Zoom calls over there. We do a lot of cool challenges. I really try to pour, nobody pours as much into their community as me. I decided when I started this, nobody was gonna outserve me with their community. Because if you guys were gonna support what I was doing and allow me to do this full time, I was gonna make sure it was worth your nine bucks. And if you decide to upgrade, you get access to all of my private teachings in there as well. Over a year of private content already in there for you and more being added all the time, so. Um, anyway, that's my promo here. I have to promo because these platforms put more ads on my stuff and pay me less all the time. So, and they're doing that to creators all over the place. So, um, it's not a, not an easy zone for creators now. So if you find one you vibe with, it doesn't even have to be me. 
Like, put your money where your mouth is, support them, because they might not be there tomorrow if you don't. So, um, Miss, Miss Anita says, brother, where do you believe you will go after you die? Great question. So, uh, I do not believe death is real. I believe um, it's literally just a state change. So, when you leave this body, you're not actually leaving this body. This body, just like a computer, is shutting down. The internet is still alive, even if you turn your computer or your phone off. The internet is still there that's the truth of the machine right it's just um, you can literally turn the internet on or the truth of who you are in another techno biologic evolutionary entity at any point in time or space that's what metaphysics teaches us and um, basically it means that a reincarnation is real but also ascension is real you can literally be planted in a glorified body as you hear in Things like the Book of Revelation, you hear about in the Hindu uh, mythologies. You hear about like Enoch, you know, became the angel Metatron. How did he become the angel Metatron? Well, his consciousness had to be planted in that body, right? So consciousness is not really local is what we're starting to understand. You have this little four-pound biologic uh, quantum computer that literally taps into you somewhere else. And by the way, you are not you as filtered through this ego take away all these experiences, you are a continually purified piece of the divine massive entity called the Supreme Being, um, the super soul in the Hindu. So, um, yeah, I mean, I believe in reincarnation, so I guess I'm kind of with you. Absolutely. Uh, you got to understand that everything that we have now is a shadow and type. The internet we have now is the shadow and type of the quantum consciousness that we're all tapped into anyway that's why there's no new idea under the sun if you have an idea six months later you see it on the shelf at uh, a big box store and you go that was my idea no it wasn't somebody tapped into the idea at the exact same time you did because the universe was ready for it people that take action on ideas are the ones that ultimately end up benefiting from them but you probably were one of thousands of people that have the same idea at once only a handful of people activated on it and there was one person that was there early enough to actually get it done. So that's how it works, guys. Uh, OG says, love the way you brain, brother. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, but do I believe in God? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just not in, in the definition of the biblical God. I believe in the God that Jesus spoke of or that Krishna spoke of um, and even that Buddha would contact in his meditations. And it's a quantum God. It's a spirit and in truth. Divine Father Source, which is like a... Uh, quantum burst of energy, uh, Divine Mother, which is actually the uh, movement of that. It's actually kind of the breath of that to move things around, move particles around. Um, it gives you, you know, ideas, washes over you as comfort, as sensations. Um, the Hindu calls it prana. Um, and then the, the Divine Word or the child is the third part of that trinity. Um, and the word would be the Aum in the Hindu, the ancient Aum, or Aum, A-U-M. And that is actually the vibratory quality of the word of God that holds all things together. Um, so all of that make up what is considered to be God, which is a highly intelligent, supermassive being. It is a super intelligence. So large you can't detect it. So small it's in you. So think about that. It's that's that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild when you think about it that way. 
But it's actually what all these texts are saying. And there's two narratives going on. One is serve the Elohim or serve the gods or serve one of those gods as a big G God and fear it. And the other narrative is that ye are gods. God is spirit and in truth within you. The kingdom of God is not here and it is not there. It is within you. Jesus literally said that. Every yogi in the history of time has said that, by the way. Um, and then literally, uh, Jesus said, if thine eye be single, the whole body is full of light. The single eye in Hinduism is the third eye, the spiritual eye chakra, the mind's eye. Ophthalmos in the Greek, by the way, uh, when Jesus said it, it's literally the word ophthalmos, and that means mind's eye. No, not Satan's eye, mind's eye. You've been lied to if you think it's Satan's eye. Literally, you believing that will keep you from the truth. Like, you will stay blinded to the truth the rest of your life. If you think that that's Satan's eye, you think that meditation and yoga is practicing Satanism, it ain't. You just, you're going to miss out on it. It's like, hey, chocolate cake is good. And you're like, no, chocolate chocolate is poison. I won't eat it. But all your friends are like, this is good stuff, man. You say you know it is. No, you don't. You don't. If, if you think you know that, I'm telling you, it's not. Jesus actually spoke of it. Unless you believe he was a Satanist, then I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's pretty clear what he was talking about. So, Evan says, scroll on. That's right. So, uh, it's funny what we know, right? A lot of people know things. A lot of people know things. So, Knowing something and having gnosis of something is two different things. Gnosis is when you alchemize it, you experience it, you can prove it through your actual existence. Uh, you have the data and you just get it. You get it and you're not afraid of it. You don't have to prove it to anyone. You just, you get it. That's what gnosis is. That's the Greek word gnosis. Um, which is also why I'm a Gnostic. So, um, let's see. Da, da, da. Um, see if there's any good comments. Yeah, it's heated today. I talk about this Christ consciousness stuff and it gets, it gets heated in here. It's really weird. Um, I don't understand why saying Christ is a consciousness is such a like, like weirdly heated thing. I, don't, I really don't get it because for me, I was always taught like be in the mind of Christ and literally that translates directly to Christ consciousness for me. So I don't really know what the issue is. Um, I don't know. It's just a weird thing, guys. And it's, it's, a, it's been a weird room because of that. Um, it's been a weird thing because of that. So um, anyway, the term shining one used within the biblical text as well as other mythologies. Um, spoiler alert, shining one translated into Latin is actually Lucifer. Uh, so Lucifer is actually a good thing if you understand the mythology. And if you're on that side of like love, light, ascension, um, self-healing, faith, those type of things. Not the constructed view that we have of them in religiosity. But, but kind of the authentic message of like if you, take, if you took away every other word in the Bible except for the red letters of Jesus, this is the message you would get. You, you wouldn't get all these other people's opinions around it. And that's, that's really what I try to teach is like this essence of spirituality. Um, and we practice a lot of Eastern mysticism, Gnosticism, 
Um, we're going to be, you know, we've talked about alchemy a lot here. Um, so really, um, and of course I love aliens and the ancient gods and mythologies and all the cool stuff. And we're going to keep doing that guys. But I wanted to remind everyone today, we're actually doing the work here. This is not a propaganda channel. We have to get views. We have to get views, but, um, we really, really have to do the work together. And that's what we do in the tribe, cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. It's our supernatural tribe. If you're into the supernatural faith, spirituality, and paranormal, the exploration of all of them, understanding all of them, trying to find truth out in this battle world, and finding a community of people that are not gonna judge you. By the way, we do not have comments like this in our community. Uh, because these people that are hating, they wouldn't, they would never think about paying me to hate on me. Um, and that's funny. You know, that's funny. Like they'll, they'll literally waste an hour here. They could go out and make $900 in an hour if they actually went and hustled or sold some stuff or flipped some stuff or whatever, but they won't pay me $9 to actually come and prove their point in the community. And that's funny. So, um, but anyway, yeah, so if you're interested in that and you want to uh, to join into a community that really does love you, that's what we're there for. So, And as always, if there's ever anybody that you know in your heart you need it and for some reason you're on hard times and you can't even afford the $9 a month, reach out to me. Guys, we have scholarships. I'm here to help people, okay? I don't put anything behind a paywall from people that need it, but I do have to fund the mission. Money for the mission. We gotta have money for the mission. Um, so anyway, that's that's kind of where I'm coming from with that. So please note, always do your own research. This is purely my opinion and the interpretation that I have crafted, yes, crafted from my studies because of the original texts and mythologies. So I've crafted it, yes. Not witchcraft, but yes, lightning hands, craft. Hell, maybe it is witchcraft, I don't know. But for me, guys, like you got to craft a better story. You got to understand the ancient mythologies and you've got to get a story in your head because the story in your head is literally going to define your life. The Buddha said that all things we experience is based on our thoughts. Our thoughts literally craft our reality. So go get you a better story. Go get you a better character. Redefine your character. And quit letting other people tell you what character you're supposed to play. So anyway, I love you guys. Y'all have an awesome, awesome day. Um, let's see. Holy Trinity is in you. Dopamine, serotonin, and melatonin. They are from the Christos oil to anoint your head. Amen, my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it's all there, by the way. Uh, it's, it's, it's metaphysical. It's physical. It's biological. It's esoteric. It's spiritual. Um... It's historical, it's mythological, like it's all there, by the way. If it happened historically, it's to tell you something intrinsically within you, esoterically within you. So um, anyway, whoever is literally trying to cast spells in the comments, you have no power here. So peace. By the way, that, the peace sign and the word peace has more power than any spell you will ever cast over me. So peace. I love you. Y'all have a beautiful, beautiful day. I hope you guys see how to handle this, okay? You see my character. You see how I handle these things. 
it's not easy, but I really do authentically love you. I really do love my community. I really do love what I do. You guys have a beautiful, beautiful day. God bless you all. I'm going to see you guys tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Cub Cooker. Say it with me. Supernatural Podcast. Peace.